Most European folktales are pretty depraved by modern standards. Hansel and Gretel is no exception. The original story deals with cannibalism, child murder, and witchcraft. It's pretty bizarre. It kind of makes you wonder, why would this stuff be in a children's story? The answer to that is also pretty crazy. Cannibalism, child murder, witchcraft were not that rare when the story was written. I know it's hard to believe, but in medieval times, Germans were eating their kids and massacring thousands of people in deadly, bloodthirsty witch hunts. It was a crazy period of time that most people just kind of forgot about, and indeed, what most people don't know is that Hansel and Gretel hides a very dark and very violent true story. We'll get to that in a second, but first, let's talk about the Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm were German academics who together collected and published folklore. During their youth, Napoleon successfully invaded Germany and fragmented the country. The Brothers Grimm saw this as a huge threat to the future of German culture. So they started collecting fairy tales to preserve as much German literature as they could for future generations. Brothers Grimm's intended audience was not children, in fact, but fellow scholars, so perhaps that's one reason they weren't shy about including violent topics in their stories. Anyways, the two brothers dedicated their lives to collecting as many folk tales as they could find. Among the hundreds, maybe thousands, they found was Hansel and Gretel. Jakob and Wilhelm Grimm originally sourced the story from a woman named Dorchen Wild, who would later become Wilhelm's wife. Over the years, the Grimms would make a number of alterations to the story. Motivations, aesthetics, and even some core messages would shift and really become more Christian. But the bones of the story remain the same. For that reason, it's relatively easy to see what circumstances led to the creation of Hansel and Gretel. Now, over the years, there have been dozens, maybe even hundreds of versions of this tale. So, to keep us all in the same place, it's important that I recap the original Grimm-published version. In a second, I will give you the time code to skip this part, since you probably already know the story. However, there are some details in this version that may not be in the version you know. So, you may want to listen anyways. But if not, go to this time. A family in Germany has run out of food, and the children are now starving. The mother convinces the father to abandon their children in the deepest, darkest part of the forest. There, she says, the children will be killed by wild animals. She tells her husband it would be better for them to die this way than to starve to death. Reluctantly, the father agrees. But the son, Hansel, overhears their entire conversation. The next morning, the parents lead Hansel and his sister, Gretel, into the woods. During the walk, Hansel secretly leaves a trail of pebbles back to their home. The family arrives in the forest, and the parents tell Hansel and Gretel to make a fire. The parents leave, saying they are going to find more firewood. Darkness falls, and the parents never return. At night, under moonlight, Hansel and Gretel follow the pebbles back to their home. The father is elated when they arrive, but the mother is furious and disappointed. Food soon runs out again, and the mother insists again that the kids should be abandoned. So the parents take Hansel and Gretel into the woods. This time Hansel makes another trail, but with breadcrumbs. However, by the time the parents abandon the kids, 
birds had eaten Hansel's breadcrumb trail. For three days, Hansel and Gretel wander aimlessly through the forest. Eventually, they find a home made out of bread and cake. Starving children begin eating the home when a little old woman comes out and invites them inside. She feeds them candy, cake, and sweets all evening until they fall asleep. But of course, she turns out to be a witch. She built the house to lure in children and eat them. The witch locks Hansel up in a chicken coop and forces his sister to do chores, which include force-feeding Hansel to fatten him up. Eventually, Gretel asks the witch to check on a piece of bread baking in the oven. When the witch checks on the bread, Gretel pushes her in the oven and slams the door shut. The witch burns alive, screaming while she dies in the oven. Hansel and Gretel steal her jewels and run away. Eventually, they find their home and their father. They give him the riches, and the family is now wealthy. It is then revealed that while the children were gone, their mother died. Child abandonment and cannibalism are probably the most bizarre parts of this story. But they're also the most true. In the early 1300s, agriculture was spreading across Europe and food was easier to get than ever. So people started having more kids and the population exploded. But then in 1315, there's actually a mini ice age and huge amounts of rain swept across Europe, killing and spoiling all the newly planted crops. This sudden lack of food left much of the new European population starving. The prices of important staples like oat, salt, and wheat soared. So even if people could find these foods, they couldn't afford them. A lot of people died, and impoverished families had to find ways to cope. Hansel and Gretel, the mother, abandons her children in the forest. This was not altogether rare during the Great Famine. Families knew that their children were going to starve to death. By abandoning them, perhaps the children would have some chance at life, or at least a more merciful death. But for these families, there was another option too. Hansel and Gretel, the witch, is hell-bent on eating the children. Indeed, in some extreme cases, starving families resorted to cannibalism during the Great Famine. The famine was so serious that either you sacrifice a child or your entire family dies. For some, the decision was clear. Hansel and Gretel was recorded in the 1800s by the brothers Grimm, but this story was likely first written in the 1300s, just after the famine. These real-life events almost certainly inspired the story. But as folk tales get passed on and retold, they kind of pick up other elements. Witches, like the one in Hansel and Gretel, are a staple of, well, virtually all folklore from around the world. But specifically in Germany, the Middle Ages saw one of the largest and deadliest witch trials in history. After the Great Famine, many people wanted someone to blame for the death and destruction, so the heavily Christian region chose witches. For politicians, it was an easy sell. They could be absolved of any responsibility and keep their positions. Working class, meanwhile, had somewhere to place the blame. German witch hunts were truly horrendous. Generally, if a woman was old and single, people thought she was a witch. The law stated that upon being charged with witchcraft, not convicted, but charged, women were to be tortured and imprisoned. Of course, many of the women charged were then burned at the stake. During this time, courts executed around 3,200 people in southwestern Germany. They were ruthless. 
In one instance, a court ordered the massacre of two entire villages to purge the area of alleged witchcraft. No one was safe. Men, women, and children could all be found guilty of witchcraft. A 90-year-old priest was sentenced to death for being a witch. Altogether, around 50 children under the age of 12 were executed for witchcraft. Things got really out of hand, clearly. Eventually, politicians were just accusing one another of witchcraft to gain power. Lower class people with a grudge against the elite hurtled accusations upwards, often resulting in executions. So perhaps it's no surprise that so much of German folklore, Hansel and Gretel included, centers around defeating evil witches. After all, that's just what people were trying to do at the time. Most modern tellings of the story, the mother actually becomes the stepmother. Throughout European folklore, and specifically the Grimm stories, the evil stepmother is a pretty common trope. No one is really sure why. It could be said that the brothers Grimm didn't want to frighten children with tales of evil mothers. But again, the brothers didn't write these stories for kids. Instead, they were just meant to serve as a record of German culture. So the evil stepmother probably comes from two places. First, a desire to preserve the purity and sanctity of motherhood. And second, just social reality. Women often died in childbirth at the time, so stepmothers were just way more common than they are today. Perhaps the stepmother served in these stories as a foil to the virtuous birth mother. She was everything that a biological mother should not be. Cruel, unloving, villainous. Interestingly, Hansel and Gretel's stepmother, or mother, dies when they kill the witch. A Shyamalan-esque interpretation would tell us that the mother and the witch are the same person. This feels unlikely. More likely, they both represent some form of evil and some form of, then, normal sexism. Only with the deaths of the wicked women can the children return to the safety of their patriarchal home. With all of that said, there's really very little about Hansel and Gretel that is super unique. It's hard to know whether elements of this tale spread through Europe or if Hansel and Gretel picked up pieces from other stories. But the DNA of Hansel and Gretel can be found all throughout European folklore. In the Italian tale Nanilo e Nanella, an evil stepmother abandons her children in the woods. The father leaves a trail of oats for the kids, though the trail is eaten by a donkey. There's also the French tale Finette Sandron. In this story, a king and queen abandon their children in the forest. One of the daughters uses a piece of thread to create a trail back home before they are abandoned again. The kids end up in the hut of an ogre and a hag. One of the daughters tricks the ogre into getting in the oven before she decapitates the hag. There's also a tale called Little Thumb. In this story, some children are again abandoned in the woods and find themselves in the home of an evil drunken ogre and his ogre daughters. The ogre intends on eating the lost children, but kids trick him into murdering his own daughters, setting the lost kids free. So just a few examples. There are literally dozens more stories that share plots and themes with Hansel and Gretel. Ultimately, Hansel and Gretel is not a true story. Not really. But it does reveal truths about the time and culture in which it was written. Truths aren't always nice, but it certainly can be interesting.